Welcome to Comedians Talking Sports presents Comedians Talking Baseball, our weekly MLB recap podcast in which myself and comedian Mike Bridenstine, how are you? Hey, buddy. Good to see you, dude. A lot of crazy stuff. The The planet is starting on fire around us here in Los Angeles. <laughs> there's The world is ending. Pretty but much. But there's baseball. There is baseball, and that's always great. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, at Comedy Sports Pod. Follow us on Instagram. I've actually Instagrammed a couple photos this week, like yeah, I promised. Yeah, yeah. I said I would step it up. I got a George Costanza and a Ken Griffey Jr. in there. I can't believe Check that you're stepping Instagram. up as much as you're stepping up. Comedians Talking Sports on Instagram. Give us a like on Facebook. That's Comedians Talking Sports with Joe Kilgallen. Uh, thanks to everyone who's been listening. We've got some great listeners. I really, I got to say, last week's podcast, <laughs> I listened to it recently. And I don't, I don't normally listen to ourselves. I really don't. This was the first time where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen because I was thinking of ways to promote the podcast. Maybe I'll start cutting up some of the best of from each week sure. and throwing them on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. I listened to last week's. Amazing. Did we really do it? We killed it last week. That God. was a grand slam. I mean, that was like a badass. We really, we nailed it, man. We had the perfect That's blend. funny because when the show ended, you're like, get out of my house. I got to go play baseball. Well, that's just what I do on Sundays. <laughs> you know? And I, I'm in my baseball uniform right now. You can see it's. If you don't think Joe's committed to a baseball podcast, just know he's right now wearing a baseball uniform. I'm wearing a cup right now. I'm not even kidding you. Wow. Put the I microphone to us. I try to put the microphone so you guys can hear me knocking on my dick. But no. <laughs> last you week. Like, you said it like Lebo. I did. I said it like my boy Mike Lebovitz. I feel like whenever I say this, a great comedian who lives in New York now, I think he's at Lebo on Twitter. Maybe he's Mike Lebovitz, who had a, the catchphrase, with my dick. Talking about my dick. With my dick. And every uh, Christmas Eve, they try to get it trending on Twitter with my dick. Hashtag with my dick. It's a Christmas Eve tradition among Chicago comedians. Back to last week's episode. It was yeah. the perfect blend of humor. We had some mm. great talk. We tried to redo the sexual bases, you know, first base making out. We tried to do like a sabermetrics version of it. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of fun. All I have to say is dry home till you come. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's getting caught in between a rundown and third at home. I think that's a pickle. That. That's, that's a pickle. That is literally a pickle. And, uh, and we had some great insight. We talked about whether or not shortening the season was a good move. We mm -hmm. discovered that in 1961, the year Roger Maris hit 61 home runs. That was A.L.'s longer. Yeah, American League played 162 games. God, he just learned so much listening to this. I know, man. It's just it's a great learning experience. It's really fun for the whole family. You need to sit your kids down <laughs> and listen to these two gentlemen here. Yeah. Talk a little baseball. Talk a little American. You don't even time. need to have Thanks the sex for first time talk. listeners if you're here too. You don't even need to have the sex talk with your son. Have a catch. Have listen a catch. to us. <laughs> yeah. We'll teach him that the, the thing goes in the other thing. <laughs> how you make a baby. Yeah, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. But we do have a lot of crazy stuff to talk about today. Uh, news hit last night all over social media. Chris Sale, White Sox ace, starting pitcher for the American League All-Star team. This is amazing. It was announced that he was scratched from the start, which immediately led everyone to believe. My update on my phone said non-injury-related clubhouse incident. That was the second report. But the first report okay. I got from MLB.tv, uh, not, not, not MLB.tv, MLB at bat. That's the name of the app. That's the app. I want to get it right. Was that he was scratched, and they weren't sure why. And I, and so, I just assumed traded to the Rangers. I did, too, because the Rangers and then the Red Sox were coming in late, too. That was the big rumor out there. I, I didn't think Sale was on the track. I thought maybe Quintana, but I thought Sale was, like, no touchy. I would have figured, because he's got such a favorable contract, signed for three more seasons, I believe. Quintana signed for four more under control with a very favorable contract. It's weird to even move either of them, but the White Sox are also, if you look, they need prospects. They have a bad farm system. They have a lot of holes, so it almost is one of those things where you trade Sale, you could get. I, I was thinking. But don't you build around pitching? You have Quintana, you have Sale. Don't you build around that by by dumping like a Jose Abreu? I agree. I agree. They could try to trade Abreu, who's having a bad year and his value's down right now. Because what though. are you going to get for them? Like that's going to be better than having Sale. What their problem is is that they have two amazing pitchers, a garbage back end of the rotation. And I'm including James Shields in that. Latos, when he was doing well, they were in first fucking place. Rond Rondon uh, was supposed Rodan. to be. Rodon was yeah. supposed to be good. Uh, He's still young. He's only 23. He but if you come if, around, if he 24. comes around, you Quintana's always good. Sale is one of the best pitchers of the decade. Build around that. You tried with Frazier. You tried with. You tried. I agree with you. I agree. Usually, you want to build around those studs. The theory being, though. Is who? Where are you going to get these? Where's where are you going to get the offense? Where are you going to get the defense? Quintana's biggest thing is he he gets no run support. That guy, I feel no. bad for him. No, and and no defense behind him either. They're a very poor defensive team. 
Adam Eaton's a plus in right field. After yeah, they that's, moved him the, over. that's that's about the only. I one. think that's the only defensive plus they have. I mean, they got a couple of guys they just <sighs> yeah. brought. Tim Anderson could end up being really good down the line. So I don't know. So that's one of the things where where you just say, all right, this hasn't worked because maybe by the time they get offensive prospects ready, Sale will be in the last year of his contract, and by the looks of things, isn't going to sign an extension with him. He already gave them a huge discount. Well, we He's never very got, underpaid. We, we never got to what happened. We didn't get to what happened, and we're going to in a second. Yeah. But I also wanted to add, hey, this guy in the commercial, I think I played a pickup basketball game with. Anyhow, though, sorry, the TV's on the back. Tungus? Is that his name? You know that guy? Too Much Good Stuff, the monster on AMPM? No, the, the kid not talking to the monster. Oh. You're a monster. Not the now, monster? I, th- I was talking to my buddy Herb Lawrence. I did audition for that commercial. Yeah, I'm name-dropping Herb Lawrence. He's a great dude. He... Uh, He's a Sox fan, also you know, works for uh, 1090, the Mighty 1090 in San Diego. He's mm. a great sports guy. <laughs> the Mighty 1090. I tweeted to him. Ted, Ted Leitner on the Padres. Yeah. I tweeted to him that the Sox to trade Sale could get a Bartolo Colon haul. Do you remember when Bartolo Colon was traded okay. from the Indians to the Expos? Do you know what the Indians <clears throat> got in that deal? From the Expos? No, the, I don't. The Indians traded Bartolo Colon to the Expos, and here's what the, uh, the Indians got Colon in was on the Expos? Yes. They God got damn. in return. Forever. He has been around for a very long. He's forty-three or something. They got Cliff Lee, oh, Brandon Phillips, okay, quality and, second baseman, and Grady Sizemore, quality all-star. Grady Sizemore uh, until he got hurt was one of the DH best DH in the league. Wait, no, outfielder. He was Who am a, I thinking of? Travis Hafner. Yes, you're thinking of Hafner. But okay. Sizemore, before the injury started to pile up, was like almost everyone's favorite player. Am I insane to get Sizemore and Hafner confused? They're off by. They're both lefties, but by a hundred pound difference. <laughs> I mean, Hafner was a big, hulking dude who would bash home runs and was a DH and looked like he didn't even want to trot around yeah. the bases when he hit a home run. He looked like he was laboring in pain, rounding second. Yeah. Where Sizemore was this fun, exciting, athletic player, kind of was like. The, the white Carl Crawford before Crawford started to Crawford suffer. was like an amazing Carl Crawford was devil my, rays. Yes, he was my favorite player in baseball from like he was oh, the best was, like American League center fielder for years. I would do or whatever he was. Does everyone outfielder. listening remember MVP baseball for Xbox? It was MVP and now it became like at bet because EA Sports lost the rights for MLB for a little bit. It's not in the but game. Yeah, it's, it wasn't. Yeah, it's no longer in the game. EA Sports. It's in the game. That was the best. So MVP was my favorite baseball game since RBI Baseball. I played on Xbox constantly. I would do an owner mode where you could draft players. Yeah. Every time I did that, Carl Crawford was always one of my first two picks because he was amazing in <laughs> he that was game. The Bo he Jackson, hit, I would Tech hit 55 Mobile. triples in a season with him. That's a lot of triples. Because all you had to do is wait on the fastball a little bit, and he would blast it down the line because there was no advanced shifting for some reason in the game. And it was great. I loved Carl Crawford. He was definitely one of my favorite players in the mid Aughts. Do you remember what e- EA Sports, their slogan was before it's in the game? No, what was it? it that was a shortened version of, if it's in the game, it's in the game. Really? Yeah, EA Sports. If it's in the game, it's in the game. Then they shortened it. Oh, well, way, way cooler to shorten it. Yeah. That, that's like Justin Timberlake telling uh, Jesse Eisenberg, hey, just call it Facebook. <laughs> take, take out the the. the Justin Facebook. Timberlake, man, does a lot of cool stuff. He also invented Napster. He did, and he brought Sexy back. Yeah. And he took Britney Spears' V-card. I mean, yeah. he's got an impressive back-of-the-baseball card when it comes to cool guy stats. Well, I was talking about his character in the, the social media. I know. Media. I was making it seem just like... Just short it to social media. Yeah. Just, it's called social, social media. So, uh, I, that's what they would have to do to trade a Chris Sale. I, but I agree with you. They, they sh- you would like to aim to build around starters like that, but they just need so much. And if they did trade Sale, I feel like they could get three or four all-stars. With the lack of pitching on the market this year, I feel like they could also get, like... The King's Ransom in return prospects. Yes. So there are... They could. In the offseason, they could get the King's Ransom still. They don't have to make a deal by the deadline if they don't like That's it. That's true. But they've already made it clear that they're not trading him. And here's... We're, we'll take you to last night. So the story was that he was scratched. So there was trade speculation. Turned out to be not true. Then, as you got the message, non-injury-related club... Non-violent, it said, too. In my thing, it's a non-violent clubhouse it's altercation. violent. It is in a way, but not, not like pushing. Because when you hear clubhouse incident, you think, oh, maybe he punched his catcher. Maybe he told Robin right. Ventura to suck it. Like, who knows? Right. He gave him the DX crotch chop. Yes. And, well, Robin Ventura, he's not going to be their manager next year. You try not to blame uh, the manager for too much, but he can't control that clubhouse. Do the White Sox, do they generally fire managers, though? I mean, they fired Ozzy. Replacement Ventura, but he's been there a while. I when just did they fire Ozzy? Like, shortly if it's after not, 2005? No, he got through 2009, I want to say. Because they made the playoffs in 08 and lost to the Rays. I totally forgot about Ozzy. Ozzy Guillen. Ozzy Ball, they call him. Then he goes to Florida. like he invented bunting. 
Uh, yeah, went to the Marlins and then immediately said, ah, Fidel Castro's a pretty good guy, forgetting the fact that it, half his <laughs> fan base is Cuban. But the White Sox, so they had a really weird clubhouse year. It started in spring training with Drake LaRoche I, I looking getting, at man junk. I was getting... <laughs> right? I was How do you get a 13-year-old hanging out in an old clubhouse? Daddy, am I going to have hair on my pee-pee when I grow up? <laughs> get that kid the fuck out of here. That's so weird. And he's homeschooled. There is I a weird thing with I was texting with Scott Bowser, and he said... The incident that we'll get to with Sale, he's like, every year in baseball, he's like, I always tell everybody, every year in baseball, something happens that has never happened before, and I feel like that, the Sale thing that we're going to talk about is the thing. And I said, not even the weirdest thing that happened to the White Sox yeah. in 2016. So Sale went Edward Scissor's hands on the throwbacks. Edward, did, did you, you say Scissor's hands? Scissor hands. I meant to say Scissor hands, but passers I said Scissor's by. Yeah, passers <laughs> by. Scissor's Attorneys hands. general. For reasons passing understanding. He, by the way, for listener Dylan Brown, this is like a lot of White Sox talk for you. So, yeah, man. So fucking retweet this no, shit. Oh, yes. The White Sox, <laughs> if the White Sox are making headlines, we're talking about them. We will be there. Corduroy pillows, making headlines. <laughs> Hedberg. Uh, That's Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I love Hedberg. He's sad. He's dead. He's All been right, dead for like, what, a decade now? 11 Any, years. 11 years. I knew there was an anniversary not too long ago. April 1st. Isn't that funny? April that 1st. That is funny for me. Died the same day as April Fool's Day. Died the same day as JP2. Who's JP2? The Pope. Oh, John Paul II. <laughs> like he's your homeboy. JP2. <laughs> I got Dongs, I got Dylan, and I got JP2. JP2. I made it like French. JP2. JP2. <laughs> so they have the throwback jersey, which every team has been wearing in the last few weeks. It's I heard somebody on the White ESPN Sox. say, do these guys even have regular uniforms anymore? They wear throwbacks constantly. There's the alternate. There's home away, home yeah. alternate. Sunday. Alternate away. There's the Sunday, you know. All sorts of, you know, turn back the clock, which the Sox have done my whole life. I feel like the Sox more than other teams have done that. And the Sox a, have a, a tradition of insane uniforms, almost more. They had shorts. Yeah, remember that? They, they were had shorts. shorts. They went from black and white to then having, like, blue and red. Yeah. You know? I, I like that late 80s or mid-80s cursive C. It was See, just like a cursive loop C. I always C. felt like when they did the Sox, like the, the classic, uh, their current Sox hat, Everybody started buying White Sox hats. No, totally. And I was like, Dr. Dre? Yeah, Dr. Dre. I was yeah. like, how many of you motherfuckers had the E? Yeah. Although that did look like an E, you're right. Like that classic Sox with the guy uh, batting. I, I that's, could, like a, that's like a cool 80s. That's a cool 70s, 80s logo. I could, go, I could get on board with that logo. But I pictured Dick Allen. They were like all red, too. Dick Allen had a cool batting stance, huh? He just I don't remember of, he it. He stood like kind of real straight up. That guy a Hall of Famer? And, and he had a real on? big bat. He swung like a 48-ounce bat. <laughs> Is he a Hall of Famer, Dick Allen? I believe he's in the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Is he not? No, you think that I would... That is surprising. He, he has quite an argument. You think he should get in? Oh. I, I, I am surprised I'd like he's to not. See a, I'd like to see a vets committee give it to Dick Allen. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, he was a guy that press the reporters didn't like, I remember reading about. That's like he Kurt was just, Schilling style. No, like, the, yeah. They hate Kurt Schilling. Yeah, but he was. I don't think. I don't think Dick Allen was running around saying hateful things about minority groups like Kurt Schilling. It was totally fine back then. Back, back then, yeah, they wouldn't even wouldn't even made the paper. We're not going to waste ink over something they we hear every day. They hated Jim Palmer, but I mean, the press hated Jim Palmer. I don't know why. Was he too much of a pretty boy? I got to look into Jim Palmer. To understand? Not Jim Palmer. Stuff. Sorry, Steve Carlton. Oh, Steve Carlton. Yeah, I could see that. Lefty Carlton, a little fiery. Hated the Jews. But Dick Allen did. He would tilt the bat in a little bit, and then kind of whip it around. Like, that was kind of like his, you Look know. Look at his stats in, like, 72. He's a monster. He had, like, 48 home runs. You know, he was, he, was a, he, was, he was bashing the ball. He struck out a lot, but who cares? Uh, that was just what power hitters did back then. It wasn't, there wasn't an emphasis on. Like, a Re- Reggie Jackson struck out a lot, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and he was one of the greatest hitters of all time. Power Dave Kingman. That's what Ke- Kingman was. <laughs> Dick Allen and Kingman are very polar opposite sides of Chicago yeah. there. <laughs> Did you ever see that Kingman home run where he hits it like three yards deep at, over Waveland? My dad was at that game, I believe. Shut the fuck I'm up. I'm pretty sure. My dad, my dad was at Walter Payne's 275-yard game. Wow. My dad was at the game in which... Uh, Jordan? Uh, what's that manager's name? Elia or something? Oh, Lee, 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 Lee Elia. Yeah. Lee Elia went off. Remember he had that temper tantrum after the game oh, and he was right. calling the Cubs fans bums? Yes. Did we talk about this on that podcast? No, but we, you and I have texted over this. Well, Lee Elia really is a jerk. And every fan that booed that game, because the fans were booing him at the end of the game, they had the right to. They, it was an afternoon game, of course, and the Cubs were, should have won that game. It was second and third with what Steve year Garvey. Was this? this was like 83. Okay. Steve Garvey, who always killed the Cubs and was oh a great God, hitter. Oh, my God, 84. 84 was bad, but this was the year before 83. He comes up, or maybe it was 81. Either way, early 80s, before 84. Comes up with second and third, two outs. Lee Smith is pitching. Garvey always crushed Lee Smith. Everyone in the stands is screaming, walk him, 
We have first base open. There's two outs. Walk him. The Cubs had a one-run lead. Did they walk him? No. Let him pitch to him. Garvey crushes one off the wall, drives him to two runs. Cubs lose by a run. So you bet your ass everyone in that ballpark had the right to boo. But everyone thinks it's funny because he's like, oh, look, he's telling those dumb Cubs fans. No, those Cubs fans were smart. He was dumb. He was a jerk, and he was good. should have got fired as soon as the, before the game, before the press conference could even take place. That piece of shit should have got fired. Who was the manager of the 84 Cubs? Was that Dallas Green? No, Fry. Jim Fry. Jim Fry. F-R-E-Y. But no, let me go back to, um, so my dad was at the Kingman game when he hit that ball. That went, he said the ball was still rising as it went down Kenmore. Kenmore, the street that runs in the wave. He said he never saw anything like it. Yeah, my dad's been lucky. He's been in a lot of games. The only time he ever saw Michael Jordan, Jordan dropped 48 points on like 18 to 24 shooting. Yeah, but the apple, doesn't, hit 25 the rebounds. apple doesn't fall too far, Mr. No-Hitter. Uh, that's true. That's true. Is that a no-hitter? Jake Arrieta. What's up? So uh, let's, Chris Sale doesn't I'm want to I'm never going to get over that. Because you could have gone. I, yeah. And Brendan, I don't know why Brendan still talks to me. I went to the game where Kershaw threw a gem, the, the game that Jimmy Kimmel announced that uh, Vince Scully would be back I was for, there, too. God, the Cubs had one run, and it was a Rizzo home run. I remember thinking, oh, wow, Rizzo hit a home run off of Kershaw, lefty on lefty. Yeah, Kershaw started, what, 15 or something? I could have gone to that fucking game, but it was right after my bachelor party. Roy Wood Jr. brought me. Man, that guy's the best. He's killing on The Daily Show right now. If you yeah. guys watch The Daily Show, Roy Wood Jr. is the shining star Are you friends with Hassan? No, I met him once, though. Hassan was in the... Like the stand-up scene here before he, he he's a good he's a good dude too. Yeah, I was at a I was at the Improv and he came in and talked to someone I knew and he was real nice. He said, "What's up?" By the way, I had I a really show called Roast the Week that I used to do at the Improv and I used to do it at like various other shows. Uh, I had booked on the show Trevor Noah because my manager like booked him, and right before the show happened, he canceled on me. Oh, yeah. So you're like, screw this, Trevor Noah. Yeah. Hmm. And now look at him now. Yeah. Anyhow, his viewership's down forty percent. It, it is. <laughs> it's going to take a while for people to jump on board with the new Daily Show. Because no one's going to be John no, Stewart. No, it's such an impossible task. Did you see him on Colbert, though? Yeah, he's amazing. He's the best. He's John Stewart. Yeah. That's about Justin Timberlake being one of the coolest guys of all time. John Stewart's right up there, too. So, uh, Chris Sale doesn't want to wear these jerseys. He says uh, his reasoning was real I don't want to be though. a pirate. Yeah, I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> yeah, his reasoning was pretty <laughs> stupid. Because he said that, like, oh, they care more about selling these jerseys than winning. Well, it's like, no, I mean, this is what every t- winning teams are wearing them, too. I Chris, mean, Chris Salefield. Yeah. <laughs> and he, so he gets a pair of scissors, man. He must have had some great scissors. And were his teammates watching him do this? I'm wondering do how, this, what do you, what, how do you do this? How do you run around a cutting pile, up? Yeah, is there a pile? Does he have, like, lawn ones? The scissors oh, like you would? Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Yeah, like totally. The clippers? Like the clipper, like hedging, like yeah. you're hedging a bush? Yes. Hedging a bush. And, yeah, was he running around just chopping that up? I don't know. And were people just watching him going, like, Chris, what are you doing, man? I'm supposed He's to like, wear this. Chris Sale. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, you know, you, you start the All-Star game. You get to cut up your, I don't know what he's doing. Like, is this a protest? Uh-huh. Is this, uh, I don't know. It was very, so it's very strange. And the Sox now have announced that they're suspending him for five games. But he'll be back in time for the, the city rivalry, the Cubs Sox series. So a, a pitcher gets five games. And they've announced games. he's not being traded. They're not trading Quintana. A pitcher either. gets five games. That's what? You miss a start and then you pitch the next game? Yeah, they just back up your Because, like, when Jordano Ventura got nine games, that means what? He missed one start. What a fucking joke. That is something. You think they need five to change games? that? Wait, so he can't come in and bat pinch hit for you? Chris no. Sale? Yeah, no, Chris Sale. <laughs> I know, American League, it really means nothing. You, five you games. lose the roster spot, though, right? Because you made the suspension. That's so stupid. I wonder if MLB is going to find him too. It just seems like a really they should weird, not find. They he wants do a to get traded, thing. right? Chris Sale wants to get traded. Just find. He him. was mad when they let go of Tyler Flowers. He was like, who's like his personal catcher? They should just find him for the damage done to the jerseys. Unless, or do you have to set a precedent? I mean, it I wasn't, think they want to set a precedent. But wasn't Matt Latos doing it? It was fucking. Well, Matt Latos isn't even on the team anymore. Right. That's what I'm but saying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they released it's, him. Yeah, I'm surprised no one's picked him up yet, but that guy fell Lathos. off the table hard. hard. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. If, what would I do in this situation? I think you... I, I, think they hand, I think they're handling it well, actually. You find him. Five games? You think you find him? I guess five games, they're like, okay, that's a nice uh, number. It really doesn't mean a goddamn thing to an American League pitcher. It doesn't. And So I think finding a, a bigger amount instead of suspending him. Because I think they're suspending him and finding him. They're doing both. Is that a Kenny Williams decision? Yes, it is a Kenny Williams decision. Kenny Williams is a, a pretty... Uh, no scumbag on the White Sox thought that that was fucking more hilarious than anything. What did he say? No one thought that that was like more hilarious than like egregious. Yeah, yeah. You have other jerseys. 
it, it is pretty hysterical. The guy lost his mind to the what point where like he was a... cutting up jerseys. And Do I'm we know what type of like uncomfortable shit it was? I don't know because they have a lot of throwbacks. They haven't said. Like a flannel fucking... Uh, if it were the shorts and he was just cutting up the shorts going, we're wearing pants. The 1919 Black Sox jerseys. I want to hear his statement on this. I mean, I know he already He's said not, the, You're not going to hear it for a while, I bet. Yeah. I, there's got to be more you know, to this. just trying to put it behind me and you know, if they next did, game and one day at a time and my teammates really contributed. Yeah, that type of thing. My teammates helped me out. People, I don't even know uh, why they, they, they had some quotes players. from people saying that Chris Sale is still the leader of the White Sox. She's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty hilarious if someone came out saying, no, he's not our leader anymore. He cut up my jersey. I like this jersey. <laughs> I wanted I to wear the throwback. I was going to give it to my son. We were going to charity. They probably were going to sign him and give him the charity. I wanted to pretend I was Joe Jackson out there. If there becomes a major, like if HBO decides to do an MLB version of the football show they do that mm. I'm blanking on, what's it called again? Hard Knocks, baby. Hard Knocks. They're doing they the that. LA Rams this year, baby. That is cool. <laughs> I, by the way, a bunch of the LA Rams were at. Are you getting on board with the LA Rams or no? I'm not going to root against them, but... They have no history of... Uh, I mean, this is fresh start. I know that there was an L.A. Rams. I think it'd be cool if they have a good season. I like a lot of their players. I'm a big fan of Todd Gurley. That's and a Ramos Ramirez out there. No? No, who's that guy for real? Why is everyone... Oh, he proposed. To... Fat and she guy said yes. proposed to People are still proposing. She literally looks like games. the... It's not over till the fat lady sings. Because she's got long blonde hair and <laughs> pigtails. pigtails. She does look like the Viking woman in that. <laughs> Come on, man. They just they found love. They found each other. They're happy. Do we really got to make fun of them, Brido? You know what? As someone who's proposed, and you know what? Good for that guy. I proposed twice. Did you? Same woman. I did, too. No one uh, knows about the first one. Oh, uh, really? Oh, she, she said he's drunk. She, she said, yeah, she said she yes, like, I just get married. I fucking love you. <laughs> I'm a little drunk, but I still mean these words. Yes, truth, truth comes out when you're hammered. But if they did a hard knocks, mm -hmm. I'm suggesting the Chicago White Sox. Especially like <laughs> for next year, because then they have the backstory of this past year. The whole thing's gonna be. Is the sod father still there? I yeah, he's he's not going anywhere. He's their he's their MVP. They got a good looking field that team. I just don't. They're gonna constantly cut to fucking Hawk Harrelson, and that guy can go to hell. Yeah, pretty much. Well, this is a crazy story. We'll we'll follow it more as it goes along. Chris Sale's staying put. Whether that's the right move, I we'll don't. We'll see uh, by 4 o'clock on August know. 1st if he's still they there. They definitely need to rebuild, though. The Sox they, need to Kenny rebuild. Kenny Williams might have got on the phone and be like, dude, this guy's clubhouse poison right now. Uh, but would you announce? How does that help his value? His value is he great He wouldn't announce anyway. that. He's thinking that in his head, and he's thinking, all right, so who are the Rangers going to give us? They're going to give us Jerks and Profar. The Rangers already said they're not, though. They said they'll. it's Joey Gallo <laughs> and everyone else. They said they will not give away Profar. Okay. Rugnet Odor. <laughs> they're going to give up. You know, I don't think Nomar Mazzara. I don't think Dude, if they give up Nomar Mazzara. The funny thing is the Cubs could probably offer the best package, but they would never trade to the Cubs. I mean, they have before, but they're not going to trade to the Cubs in a year where the Cubs could possibly win the World Series. You think the White Sox want to help the Cubs win no. the World Series? No, I don't. No way. There would be mutiny in Bridgeport. Yeah, because that's, that's really a You think really Cicero's going to take them. that? Cicero? No. You think Berwin will be set ablaze. <laughs> back of the yards. Well, it's just, it'll be a nightmare down there. Back of the yards. You think there's violence Maryville, on the south side now? Well, yeah. They will flip over the red line. Now they flip <laughs> over cars. They will go and flip over an entire train onto yeah. the Dan Ryan. It'll be that bad. All right, well, let's move on to uh, the trade deadline, which is vastly approaching. It's next Monday. We should almost go live on the trade deadline. Do like a Facebook Live thing. That'd be kind of a fun thing to do. We'll, we'll talk about that. Follow us on Twitter. We'll, we'll keep you up to date with what our plans it will be. It ends at 4 o'clock on the 1st. I think. And there's a lot of things Eastern rapid time fire. Too. That's I, Eastern time. I love the trade deadline because I, what I've done every year for the trade deadline, I just click refresh constantly. Go to like certain websites I like, Twitter, MLB Trade Rumors, and just keep clicking refresh. Although MLB Trade Rumors, I got to say, you guys have been slacking a little bit the last few months. They are not as sharp as they used to be. I went, I've been on there and I was just like, this is... Uh, this is like it's kind just, of gone downhill. It's gone really downhill. The number of times where it's like, here's a minor league transaction we're going to write about for four paragraphs. And it's like, who gives a shit? Would you give me some insight? <laughs> Spice it up, man. Let me know who's going where. <sighs> Bring it to me sexy. I just, the thing is, there's been just wild and rampant guessing going on and passing it off. Like, it was a done deal a month and a half ago that it was going to be Schwarber for Andrew Miller. And remember, I was the first person to text you guys, my Cubs group, like, have you guys heard this? And you guys are like, there's no fucking way that's happening. Yeah, well, because we knew it sounded dumb. And then immediately Theo Epstein came out and said, no. And it's <laughs> like, I, why don't you guys talk to me? See, Theo keeps things pretty close to the chest. 
So that's why this is interesting that uh, it was tweeted out today by Ken Rosenthal, who I really do respect. He's pretty. Is he the bow tie? Yeah, he's the bow tie. He's the bow tie, and he's pretty good at. I like Ken Rosenthal. He does not like sabermetrics. He doesn't? No, he's always on. uh, He wears a bow tie. He's on MLB now with Brian Kennedy. He's always arguing. like oh, that's wins. A, that's that's a bummer. But he could but no he, trades. He's got good insight. There's no sabermetrics on trades. He's got good inside sources, so yeah. he does no trades. And usually, when he he tweets something or, or posts something, there's some credibility to it. John Heyman as well, and they both posted that the Cubs are emerging as the favorite. They are like pursuing Chapman hard, and it's a rental. It is a rental, but if you win the World Series, who gives a damn? I know you have to get a rental every mm, now and then. Yeah. I guess, you know, Johnny Dan Heron was a rental last Johnny, year. Johnny Cueto was a rental. Yeah. You, you, you take the risk, and look what it did for the Royals. They won the World Series. Um, and with a rental, you give up a little bit less. The Yankees announced they're not giving up on Andrew Miller. They're not giving up as they if just he's want, like still a prospect. That could but just, just be diversionary tactic. I'm surprised that the Yankees are selling. In my last uh, blog on Angelino in the Outfield uh, on Scoreboard Sports, B-O-R-E-D, I'm just like, I want the Yankees who keep winning – to fucking go down with the ship, just the pride of the Yankees, baby. Just like we're no, we're we're buyers. Fuck this selling shit. We're the Yankees. <laughs> Two games over five hundred, baby. You know Brian Cashman's been praying for a season in which he could start unloading people. Yeah, they haven't been this you bad know, since they, like ninety five. They haven't been this bad in two decades. Right, they went to the playoffs last year. Everybody forgets that. Yeah, they're in the wild card game. And furthermore, they he's they haven't really spent much the last couple off seasons. They don't develop a goddamn player though. Who's the last guy that they developed? They're trying to develop that shortstop. But yeah, it's been a really long time and he wants to I think, Yeah, I think he Gregorius? wants to start to go young because when they were at their best, when they won that three peat at the end of the nineties, it that was, was their guy. It was, was Jeter, Posada. And then they did the whole Mariano. let's buy free agents every year and they won one in the in two thousand nine after being the top payroll for fifteen years. Because that A Rod contract is fucking bananas. It and is. then and then you Mark Tashira, like what year is it that you're I mean CC Sabathia? Actually he's having it's, it would be a great team in two thousand seven, right? Yeah. The, yeah, they're very old. And I think Cashman, he does embrace sabermetrics, and I believe he they wants— They always went like a Randy Johnson way past his prime. Yeah, they were, they were just signing people. They were like the Lakers getting Malone and oh, Gary fuck. Payton. Yeah, and they were, kind yeah, of, they were yeah. like, oh, yeah, I guess he's free. We'll grow Steve Randy Nash Johnson. Steve later on. Carlos Beltran to a three-year deal, even though he's 37. Beltran's and, doing okay. But he is, yeah. He's, he's good. Would you do this? Would you do Kyle Schwarber for Andrew Miller, Chapman, and Beltran? I mean, we'd have the to throw in a couple more prospects. The only thing that sucks is that's our starting left fielder who is hurt, like, game three— in April, a guy who was, you know, he's a, a lot of people projected to hit 35 home runs this year. He's a war hero. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> like five home runs in playoff, eight postseason games. Yeah, man. Hero. And he's got that swagger. He's like this guy you like love to watch. He's flipping a, bats. And I can't, I couldn't take it picturing like little Kyle Schwarber on crutches with a boot on his foot, get on a plane to go to whatever team that he was on. I, I mean, He's sitting in the club you out know, at home games. I know. He will hit 50 home runs in Yankee Stadium if he was there. I don't, that's why I think that's off the table. 50 upper deck shots. Yeah. He might, he might hit 60. How, I don't know. When's the last time you saw like a line drive home run from Schwarber? That dude hits bombs he and does he hits hit, them. He hits bomb shots. He's going to hit it off the facade, fucking Mickey Mantle style. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, he's not going there, though. So we could look forward to hit him hitting balls on the Sheffield as Cubs fans here. When's our next but who do you game? give up for Chapman? And do you welcome him? Do you want Chapman? We have a wealth of prospects. Chapman, do I? Yes. 105. Oh, I but there, I've seen a we mix. We talked last week about the. We did talk about it. But I've seen still a mix on Twitter of people saying, I don't know. He's got some baggage. I've never heard him being a bad teammate. Of course, he's got the off-field stuff, as which I don't as, support, obviously. I don't know what these guys do like when they leave the field, nor do I care. I mean. Uh, Bryce Harper seems like a douche. That dude doesn't even drink. I know. You know what I mean? How do you trust a man who can't drink? Donald Trump doesn't drink. Really? Nothing stronger than soda. You know, Mitt Romney didn't drink either. Yeah. And then George W. Bush, well, he's probably drinking again, but Bush he didn't drink because he was a recovering alcoholic. Did you see him? It's weird that the Republicans, Bush? who seem to be the guys of, like, NASCAR and Budweiser, they don't drink. keep supporting people who don't drink I alcohol. Wanna, I want to sit down and vote for a guy that I can have a beer with. Well, they, they don't drink. They don't, you can't have a beer with them. You, <laughs> they don't literally tell, you know who you can have a beer with? President Obama. He actually drinks. He likes yeah. PBR even, which yeah. is pretty hipster of him. Southsider. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I, again, though, it's, we harped on it before. He, he, he did his time. 
do, do people not deserve a second chance? He got 30 games. That's if he killed her or raped her, obviously I'd want him to be in jail for the rest of his life. Oh, my God. I know I went to a real extreme spot there. You want these people in jail forever. Um, and He'd probably be deported more he, than anything. The rumor, it was all, it's all alleged. He did shoot off his gun in the garage out of frustration, which is bad. Mm-hmm. But he's but probably he wealthy. He didn't do jail time for it. He's well, yeah, wealthy people get away from with everything now. That's that's really the thing of it, you know. If you got money, you get away with okay, stuff. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, listen. 105 miles an hour in the ninth inning. I want him. I'm sorry. Although you can't say I don't give a shit about what he does off the field, uh, and also be against steroids, can you? No, you can't. See, okay. There, I, I look for consistency. You're right. Okay, let me give you an example. Manny Ramirez is up for the Hall of Fame next year. Two failed tests, right? Yes. And I heard, like, Bill James, the guru of sabermetrics, like, on one of these shows, and he's like, is Manny Ramirez a Hall of Famer? And Bill James is like, yeah, unquestionably. And they're like, yeah, but he had two failed tests. And he goes, that didn't take away from my enjoyment. Uh, I, all that right. That is an extreme. Uh, that, is the, that is to the left, the far left of the far right, which is, no, absolutely not. If you guys are, if you are even... If Jose Canseco thought of your name and put it in his book. Yeah, because there has got to be an innocent until proven guilty. Pudge Rodriguez is on the Hall of Fame next year, and his name was, he's never on a, a Mitchell report, never failed a test. He's in Canseco's book. Does Jose fucking Canseco or no, his brother No, he is Ozzie, not judge and jury. No, I don't think so. I mean, if you're in the Mitchell report or it's like, that was the thing about Sosa. I never heard about a positive test from him. Oh, my God, though. But he, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's still on the ballot and Palmero's not. Yeah. Palmero pointing at people. People are like, fuck yeah, that, you. Palmero did that. I never ever. He did, <laughs> but, you know, Marion Jones had the same thing with her. That's yeah. why they ripped her medals away. She did that never, ever, ever. Yeah. And it wasn't even the fun drinking game. Never, right. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. All right. Right, Marion. Never have I ever lied about taking performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. See, I would play along more with you, but I talked about this in my last podcast about Marion Jones because I reviewed the Thirty for uh, Thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be hack if I start. If Have I'd... you done uh, Doc and Daryl yet? No, I got to check that one out. Maybe we'll review that on this one. All right. Maybe we'll do that next week. All right. Next week we'll talk Doc That's and Daryl. Judd Apatow. I know. I'm excited to see it. John Stewart's in it. Really? Bill Maher's in it. Oh yeah, Bill Maher owns a piece of the Mets. That's insane, right? Aren't you jealous? I am jealous because that comedian could acquire that much wealth to own a piece of a team. Political comedian owns a part of his favorite team, Joe. Look at you. I Look know. at you aspiring to be Bill Maher, but with better hair, I'd hope. <laughs> yeah. And better suits. No, he wears some decent suits, actually. So with the whole, um, oh, let me add to the steroid thing here. I talked about this once. I know a lot of comedians who are like, screw it. Let them take all the steroids in the world. Bill Burr, who's my favorite, is pro-steroids. Yeah. As a comedian, I am not pro-steroids. I'm anti-steroids mm -hmm. because I look for, I want to be consistent. If I'm anti-joke stealing, I'm anti-steroids. Chris Rock said if there was a pill that could make you funnier, would you take it? No. I Come on. No, Come I on. Because to me, that's on, the, that's on the same ethics of stealing jokes. No, it's not. I mean, it's unethical to take steroids because you're essentially stealing from people who are okay, doing it legitly. You're saying that the... Okay. That's the good... That, I'm you're thinking stealing about your analogy. Bats, you know what I mean? Like if you're... A, right. Say if Matt Caesar, the fourth outfielder... I'm only using a Cubs example because we got the Cubs game on in the background. Matt Caesar's the fourth outfielder for the Cubs. Say he starts juicing. All of a sudden, he becomes a starter. That means he is stealing playing time from someone else who is naturally a little bit better than him. That's how I view it. All right. And with the same with joke stealing. So if you're a comedian who's like, yeah, I'll take all the roids in the world, but you're also like, fuck joke thieves, you're, you're phony. You're, I mean, you're not phony, but you're not looking at it clearly. You, can't be, you should be fine with joke stealing because as long as the audience is entertained, mm. you, know, you know, we as comedians, we suck. I did have, a, I did have a, uh, a club owner the first place I did stand up. He was just like, I don't give a shit if you. He's like, I don't care if you write your own jokes or not. He's like, as long as they're laughing. Yeah, they don't care. And the audiences don't care. The number of times I've pointed out, oh, that guy's a joke thief. They go, I don't care. He told it better. They've, I've seen people say that. Yeah. The people who stuck up for Dan Cook, Carlos Mencia, would say, you know. Oh, he told although I don't really, I would give Dan Cook more credit because he had three jokes, two of which you could Louis. say Louis C.K. stole yeah, from yeah. Steve Martin. Yeah. Um, that were there of, lot, of seven hours of material. The guy parallel has, thinking involved. There's in a lot of parallel this. thinking, so I'm going to give him some credit. But Carlos Mencia is blatant. That Mencia is stealing blatantly from Cosby, a very famous. Bill Cosby himself was one of the most famous albums, and then just and then to add like that bitch didn't teach you shit. Yeah, that's all he did. It was he really did rip off, 
I mean, and, and I would be. And, and there's I, still reports of him doing it. I opened form in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. At Penguins, I pe- a feature firm in, in Dubuque. When in was this? Run. 2013 or 2012. Did you let him watch your set? I mean, I was worried about it, to be honest with you. Because I saw him the first night. I know he didn't watch my set the first night. Because it was a green room. We were at the casino in Dubuque. Yeah, Diamond yeah. Joe's. Okay. And <laughs> I saw his set. And he did like, I did a Stanhope joke. He did a, Jesus I think Christ. a Greg Fitzsimmons joke, maybe. Yeah, he did bits where I'm like, that is so blatantly The one he got called out for by Rogan and, and Ari was a joke that I've heard a lot of people tell. A lot of people have done. But then there were some few other ones he's, he's been accused of, too. It wasn't just the building no, the, the wall joke. The, the famous ones are the building the wall joke and the Cosby joke. Uh, you know how, like, the you teach the boy how to catch a football. You teach the boy to run, and you get him, and blah, blah, blah. Then he gets... He gets to high school and he's a star and he's like, that's my boy, that's my boy. Then he gets to college and he's on TV. What's the first thing he says when he scores a touchdown? Hi, mom. Yeah. (laughs) And he does the same bit that Cosby did. Cosby is a master. I mean, granted. Horrible human being. But still a master. blind rapist. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible person. But you can't take away that he's a good stand-up. But. A like master if storyteller. My, yeah, if Michael Jackson molested kids, that's an if because I refuse to believe if it. If OJ would have done it, yes, this if is Michael how he would have done it. Did you still can't take away he's a great musician? Right. This is this is you a, might not enjoy this the music a, the, the same actual way. plot of that's an my episode of Carmichael. This uh, is it a plot? Well, there a lot of people they, have said they get it, tickets to Cosby and then they're like, well, what about Michael Jackson? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I like the Carmichael show a lot, actually. But that's a joke that people did forever. They're like, we if you make a, Thriller, we were just, we were you just can molest a, all the kids you want. That oh, was the old joke. I'm going to drop a name here. We were just at a party with Gerard Carmichael. Yeah, yeah, good dude. At I Eric like Andre's guy. house. Eric Andre, you guys got to check out him at the RNC. And Lil Rel uh, Howery was there, too. There was a lot of great people there. We were just hanging out with people on the TV. I got to play some bad drums. I heard you. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear, like, who's playing those awful drums? I thought, it was, I thought it was Travis Barker. Really? Oh, thanks, I thought man. I thought Dave Grohl dropped by. Yeah, dude, I, I bring the thunder sometimes, right? <laughs> Why'd I name Travis Barker first? Yeah, Dave Grohl would have been the better move first. <laughs> I thought, is John Bonham's alive again? Um, I had some notes, and then my computer died, so forget that. All right. It's a little annoying. Well, I was going to talk about this. So last week in my baseball game, uh. The team before, one guy was wearing a giant. One a guy on my team's a Giants fan, so he's wearing a Giants hat. And then someone from the team before, like, because we had the. By the way, game. how bad do they suck, right? That's now. what I'm going to bring up. Okay. Because this is funny to me. The uh, so we had the late game. We had the four o'clock game, and the, the, the one o'clock game was finishing up. So you know, there was a little passing by, and the Giants fan was like, "How about the Giants' best record in <laughs> baseball?" And I was, I'm a, you know, he knew it. The guy knew I was a Cubs fan, and I said, "Ah, they're only a game or two ahead of the Cubs. Don't worry. I think the Cubs are going to overtake them again." One week later, the Cubs have overtaken them. The Cubs are the best record in baseball. Did the again. Giants win yesterday? I don't think so. I think the Giants have lost seven or six in a row. They are the streakiest team. I feel like they're always on an eight-game win streak or a seven-game win streak. Fun fact, the last team so to go into... you opening your mouth, Giant fan. Bay Area fans, I'm starting to really sour. You opened your giant mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last team to go into the break with the best record in baseball and then lose five in a row were the 91 Dodgers, who lost seven in a row <coughs> after the break. They did not go to the postseason. So you think the Giants could collapse that much? I don't know what they're doing. Then again, Kershaw is out for who the knows Dodgers how long. The Dodgers are looking, yeah, with Kershaw. You, you famously made the case for him as MVP because when he's on the mound, they're 14-5 oh, without him. No, 14-2. and 14-2. and two. Mm. Yeah. That, well, I, was at the, I was at one of those two games. I just tweeted. I was trying to tweet some, some stuff from the Comedian Stock and Sports page, and the one thing I tweeted was <clears throat> the Dodgers without Kershaw are the Brewers. And I just they were five know, games under 500, I believe. Without yeah, it. and now that's basically playing, what the Brewers are. So actually, I wanted to like the you Dodgers know. are actually hitting now. Like Turner's red hot. Seager's. They've got trade chips too. They might be able to make a move for someone. Who knows? There's always some dark horse thing where you're like, I didn't even realize who's on the market. What do you think their record would be with five starters, not hurt the Dodgers? I think they'd be right there with the Giants. Maybe a little bit above. Giants them. are probably overperforming. I think so on offense. People are saying now that Bumgarner is going to be the Cy Young. He was my prediction before the year started. I was, was like, if it's not Kershaw, it's Bumgarner. But Cueto is a better pitcher. Is Cueto having better numbers overall? I haven't looked at their advanced stats. If you're just looking at ERA, I thought in war. Cueto. Is Cueto better in war? Yeah, yeah. I haven't checked in a while. I haven't checked pitching war in a Syndergaard bit. Syndergaard is probably the next in line, the next best pitcher. Then you got. Has Syndergaard missed any starts or did he miss one? He's got that bone spur. They t- I don't know. I mean. Because I do think there's something to it. Like, obviously, Kershaw can't win the Cy Young now. 
unless he comes back and goes like 10 and 0 right or, and he does what he's been doing i still think if you miss a month of the season i can't say you were the best pitcher if you because you had a whole month in which you weren't there right doesn't, isn't doesn't even with a month how many starts is that a month is six starts five or six starts okay so he probably has more innings than a lot of the guys that are still that's not true. hurt. That's true. I'd have to compare it at the end of the well, season. How many complete games say. does he have? Three? Who are you getting three complete? In the month of May, he had three complete game shutouts and only walked two, pla- two guys. I mean, so. It's insane. I, say that again. As You started laughing as you said I, well, it because, well, here's it's, because my, it's retarded. Well, I said that. I mean, that, when I he mean was on ridiculous the, is what yeah, I meant. There you go. When he was on the 15-day DL, I was like, even with missing 15 days, he's still the scion. He's that good. Yeah. But if he's missing six weeks. He's no longer MVP. Yes. He can't be MVP for sure. He can still, he still has a chance to win the scion. And I was only bringing him into the MVP discussion as a person who hates that. Pitchers winning Pitchers because you have your own fucking award. Yes. Unless you are ungodly good. Unless you are, you know, like, did uh, Verlander deserve it in 2011? No. I don't think so, no. So, now we got, I mean. Because he really was a game changer. When you brought up, he's there 14 and 2 when he pitches. Yeah. And without him, they are a game or two below 500. I'm like, wow. And Chris Sale is about that with the White Sox. Yeah. They just play better when he pitches. I think they're, they're like 14 There's and no three. metric for like a confidence in your pitcher. You know, we got it next week. I wanted, there's a couple things I want to do next week. We're going to review um, Doc and Daryl. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to go into the war stat. We've gone into OPS. We've gone into FIP. We've gone into uh, some of these other stats. Okay. Woba, we've even touched on at some point. It's your offense and your defense and your base running. Is uh, war? Yeah. Okay. For a pitcher, though? It is innings, I want to a pitching innings war. pitched, FIP, and something else. Because war, I think, is a stat that a lot of, the average fan definitely does not get. Uh, I don't uh, trust uh, a baseball reference war for a pitcher. You go for fan graphs? Yeah. What I don't understand, so when I look at war, it's wins above your replacement. Correct. Uh, sometimes you'll look at a... <laughs> but part of that is it, figuring out what the, repla- what the, what the MLB is. And it goes is. up as, like, everyone starts at zero at the start of the season. Right. And if you, you have a, negative. You could have negative. You could have negative, too. If you're a two-war <clears throat> in April, you had a monster April. If you don't like it, you can have uh, your ERA plus. You could have a wins created... Uh, yeah, wins created plus. I, what, it doesn't sound right to me. Anyway, that for the listener at home, that could be easier for you to understand. Whereas zero is average for WAR, one hundred is average for ERA plus, for FIP plus, or for wins created plus. Meaning a hundred is average, the MLB average. So if someone who has is hitting, like, if you have like an OPS plus, if you have any of those plus stats, anything above one hundred, is this guy's good. And the you know the better he is, the higher over 100, and so forth and so on. So that could be a better stat for you to look at something like OPS and be like, I don't know what a good OPS is. If you just use the number 100, then then That's you'll your get baseline. It. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Dexter Fowler came back for the Cubs on Friday Woo! night. <laughs> Let off the game with a home run. <laughs> yeah, he did. Drove in a couple more runs. Yeah. That's my wife's favorite player. And, yeah, so they won that game 5-3. to three. He <coughs> drove in three runs of the five, home run, double with a couple guys on. You could almost make the argument if he wasn't playing that game, they would have lost. You could almost tell a Giants fan to suck your dick. Yeah, you could do that too. So that's why I want to get into war. We'll dive into it a little bit more next week. Right now I want to – He missed a lot of games, so his war is going to be down. Yes, because he missed 25 games, and in that 25 games, they were really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were horrible. They were like 10 and 15, or not even. They were worse than that. They were like 5 and 15 without him. Something really bad. Yeah. He's out. Damn. All right, there was a plan to review, and they called him out. I was hoping there would be enough evidence overturned because it looked really close, but they did get him by a hair. Zobris was trying There's to still a- suck it. Luke Croy is going to get moved. Braun might get moved. See, and that's who knows where Braun's going to go. Maybe the Dodgers Braun- will drop him. <coughs> Braun is close. We've talked about this before. Braun is close with the ownership. So oh, he's going to so be a tougher not. move. I think Zobrist, Zobrist. I think Luke Croy. They just showed Zobrist is why. I think that Luke Croy is going to the Cleveland Indians. That would be something. They need a catcher. All right. Well, we'll we, we might have to go live for the trade deadline. <laughs> it's a bummer coming first and second. Anyway, right now I want to spend the last few minutes here. Ken Griffey Jr. and Mike Piazza are being elected into Baseball's Hall of Fame. Sure. I want to thank Mike Piazza because this highlight's been going around, and this highlight I'm talking about reminds you that Roger Clemens sucks <laughs> and is a horrible jerk. Remember oh, that's, when that's that the, the, favorite the, player. The, really, the broken bat thing. I like Clemens a lot in the 90s, but when he threw the bat at Piazza. That, and he's like, I thought it was the ball. 
And you, why are you throwing it at the runner then? This isn't pegs, idiot. <laughs> We're not playing pinners against in the schoolyard. I thought it was the ball. <laughs> So in the World Series, famously, the Subway Series. I thought Series, it was a different uh, sport that we were playing. Yeah, Piazza's bat breaks. The barrel goes towards Clemen. Clemen picks it up and throws it at Piazza. It was a really weird thing with him because he, he, he hit Piazza famously uh -huh. in the head yeah. because Piazza owned him. Piazza was hitting bombs off him, and then everyone's like, well, you hit him in the head because of that. He's like, no, it slipped. It. I, mean, I saw a really cool thing of Piazza being given like a secret tour of Cooperstown. Because they have, like, the museum itself. I've been there twice. I highly recommend it to anybody if you haven't been there. It's hard to get to Cooperstown. You fly in, you know, and you got to drive for a minute to get to wherever. Where do you fly into, Albany? I flew into Vermont, I want to say. Wow. Because I wanted to check out uh, Burlington, Vermont. Oh, that's cool. I went there for Father's Day the last time. You know what I'm going to do one, one day? day? And one time I can just completely drove there. In a few years, maybe, I don't know, maybe like five years from now I'll do that. I'll... My dad's gonna be 62. Maybe when he turns 65, he starts getting that social security check. <laughs> he's already got a pension though. He's fine. He's <laughs> yeah, retired. Yeah. He's been retired for a while. We'll take a Winnebago from Chicago and drive it to Cooperstown. It's I. That'd be fun to rent like a. They have a brewery there. They make uh, Gang beer there. I've never heard of that, but it sounds good. Uh, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Oh but yeah, you don't like good beer. I don't. I like cheap beer and whiskey. What I also Ken Griffey Jr. One of my all-time favorite swing. players. One of my, I Most think, beautiful swing. I think the best player of the 90s. I mean, Bonds probably Bonds. is the better stats, <laughs> but you can't, the, the Royds. I wonder, I would love to know who, like, the war leader in, because Griffey, for some reason, never had that high of a war. Really? Maybe he's, like, a highlight guy. Uh, no, I looked at his OPS, was always in the high nine, sometimes a thousand. Yeah, maybe he wasn't a good on-base guy. Could have been. I mean, he hit 56 bombs in like 90? Two years in a row, 97 and 98, he hit 56. Is that true? God yes. damn. And he stole a lot of bags, too. Yeah. Bonds stole more, though. Bonds was a better base stealer. Griffey, Griffey was a better defensive outfielder, though. Bonds was average and left, if you ask me. Maybe a little above average, but Griffey was a much he better defender. He would steal defender. bases, too. I mean, yeah, Barry Bonds ended up being a better overall player, but that's, you know, flying too close to the sun. That, when Edgar Martinez hits that double against the Yankees and Griffey rounds and sprinting home to third and he is safe at home and they doggy pile on him and you can see the cameras cutting to Griffey and he just has this sheer joy on his face. That time that he hit a back-to-back -back home runs with his fucking dad. Yeah. He was the kid. That catch he made at Yankee Stadium where he leaps his foot off the wall, catches it, and he runs in. Like that. He looks like, so it. fucking happy. He, was, he, brought, he made baseball fun. He, was he made baseball fun again. Fun. Every kid, he made it cool for, for white kids in the suburbs to wear backwards hats. I, we got yelled at by our baseball coaches. Neither of us were white kids in the suburbs, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, he would wear backwards hats. Everyone wanted to do his swing. Our baseball coaches. I don't, care how, swing. I don't care how much you like Ken Griffey. You're not putting your goddamn hat on backwards. Put it forward. Yeah. Like my, like my hero used to do. We had that a, was. The first day of baseball every year, they're like, this is how you put your hat on, you dumb kids. You put the... You take your bill, you press it to your forehead, you take your hand, and you put it down in the back. Because kids are wearing it like popped up. I don't know how to describe it. I wear popped up. I used to wear it popped up because yeah. I had good hair and I wanted it to show it off. <laughs> I wanted it to come through the front. <laughs> yeah, no, Griffey is amazing. Uh, the injuries are always the big thing I always wonder with him. If he didn't get injured so much, because he played what balls to the walls. What if he never goes to uh, Cincy? Cincy? Yeah, because that's when he started. the injuries started to pile up. But then he again, he was in his 30s, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a... See... Was he a hurt, declining player in the 2000s, or was it all fucking smoke and mirrors because we saw Roger Clemens get better in his 30s? And we saw Barry Bonds, Bonds too. get better in his 30s. Like, was it... What, did he just have a normal career with 600-something home runs? Well, there was a few injuries there, though. I remember watching a game where he dove onto the warning track, made the catch, but because of the way he landed, he screwed up his shoulder because he couldn't yeah. roll over. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you want to roll over on that. But he didn't roll over, so something bad happened. And he dislocated his shoulder, and he was out for three and a half months. There, there were plays like that you would see, which is a little different from just a guy aging. You know Man, what I mean? Because when, when there the, are people aged, they have hamstring problems, their joints start to hurt. And I do think there's something there because Griffey was obviously clean and all these other guys were taking everything. Mm -hmm. So to see Griffey disappear in those early 2000s, disappearing from the headlines, that is, yeah. it was one of those things where it's like, oh, these guys are better. 
If Griffey had one more full, healthy 162-game season of his prime, say age 31, 32, right. he hit 700 home runs. Oh, yeah. He, he, you know what I mean? He, if he was healthy for two, like, two more seasons. He was supposed he to be Bonds. He would have set the record. He would have set the all-time home run record if he would have stayed healthier. Yeah, I would. And, and he's a great ambassador for baseball. I love Ken Griffey Jr. I think I actually might go look to buy a Ken Griffey Jr. throwback. Got to get a Mariner one, though. Absolutely. I'm not getting a Reds jersey no. or a White Sox. No, you can't. No. Those were the four teams he was on, right? <laughs> White Sox, Reds, uh, Mariners, and Mariners. Yeah, he, he goes back to Seattle, and he's, like, sleeping in the dugout, and everybody yeah, kind of hated him. He was old man Griffey. He just showed up to, yeah, I want to retire where I came up. You yeah, Connie Mack used to sleep in the dugout. And Piazza, last point, has a great uh, way of how he got into baseball. It His is godfather, Tommy Lasorda, told the Dodgers to draft him. He was drafted out of some junior college in the 45th round. Have you seen? I think it was deeper than that. Deeper than, like, 50th round, and they yeah. were like, ah, this is a favor. It's, 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 it's Lasorda's godson. Yeah, we'll draft you in the 50th round. It's Whatever, 50th favor. round pick doesn't Fifty round pick doesn't cost us any money. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take him out for a spin. Have you seen the Ends footage of, of, uh, of high school Piazza hitting in front of Ted Williams? No. There's footage of, I think Piazza's dad's like a rich guy. And he hired Ted Williams to come look at his teenage son hitting. And, like, Ted Williams is sitting there, he's like, I tell you what, I swear to God, this kid's going to be a superstar in the big leagues. Wow. Just watching him. Manson had that endorsement? Yeah, he's like, I'm not just saying it. That kid is going to be somebody. It's like, oh, man. I wonder how many times he said that, though. He could have just, he like, He could have been saying that to every kid walking around going, I'll tell you this kid. Kevin yeah. Moss. That guy. I thought Kevin Moss was going to be good. I thought uh, the first prospect I gambled on and lost was Derek May. Derek May? What about Todd Van Poppel? Todd Van Poppel. <laughs> well, when he moved to the bullpen, you know he was done at that point. But yeah, Brian Taylor? To... Brian Taylor is supposed to be some hot shit. Got in a bar fight and ruined his arm. Yeah. See, that's another thing, too, with baseball. we got to compile all the times the idiot got into a bar <laughs> fight. Remember Kyle Farnsworth broke his foot kicking a fan? <laughs> Troy Tulowitzki, I think, had that injury early in his career. No, that was Clinton Barnes, who's a Rocky. Don't compare those two. Yeah, I know, very far. But Clinton Barnes had, was like a rookie of the year and then got injured carrying groceries up a flight of stairs, fell backwards. The those groceries were too are, heavy. Those I, are always BS. Yeah. I was drunk and hammered. I was cleaning hammered. my truck. I was on a Coke binge. Did you hear uh, Roy Oswalt, I think, something was wrong with his arm. He thought his career was over. He's fixing his truck, and he gets electrocuted by the battery. And the sh- the That's redneck stuff. I the, believe in the that. The jolt, and he goes, he goes, the, he's like, the carburetor done fixed my arm. Oh, like the jolt made us. The jolt fucking fixed whatever was wrong with him. That sounds crazy. Like rookie of the year style. Rookie of the year, but with an adult. Yeah. All right, well, that's been the podcast, though. Uh, you got to run, don't you? I do got to run. I got to go play some baseball, everybody. Thanks for listening to Comedians Talking Sports presents Comedians Talking Baseball. Follow Brido at Brido. Follow myself at Joe Kilgallen. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're going to let you know sometime this week if we're going to go live for the trade deadline. I think I'd like to. It sounds like a good plan. Um, and, yeah, follow us. Keep uh, keep in contact. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, thanks to all our loyal listeners. I'm Joe Kilgallen. Mike Bridesign. Thank you for listening to Comedians Talking Sports. <laughs>